Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing Manacled. By Senlin Yu. Our final week of fanfic February. Woohoo! What a ride. Uh, also disclaimer, I'm fighting for my life against the coldiest of head colds. <laughs> <laughs> so if I sound funny then that's why. Yeah, and this is a take two for reasons. <laughs> oh yeah, also for uh, technical difficulties. Uh, this is a take two, which are always fun. They are fun, but you're never going to match the original vibe I know, of the first recording. But it's recording. also good because I forgot to say something that was really important in our first recording that oh, now okay. I'm going to say in this one. All right, cool, cool. Anyway, right. I will start us off because this is on Goodreads. Yeah. Um, so I will start us off with the Goodreads thing. Um, it has 4.7 stars, so... Yeah, it's popping. Oh, sorry. I open it at 4.66. Oh, <laughs> good day. All right. Harry Potter is dead. In the aftermath of the war, in order to strengthen the might of the magical world, Voldemort enacts a repopulation effort. Hermione Granger has an order secret, lost but hidden in her mind, so she is sent as an enslaved surrogate to the High Reeve to be bred and monitored until her mind can be cracked. Lovely. Short, sharp, succinct. Every book or even Goodreads description should be that mm. perfect. Nailed it. We're going to talk about some things. But while we're here, I also want to talk about this other thing. Okay, go ahead. Because now I am deep in this fanfiction world. Actually, I was kind of dabbling in it beforehand a few years ago. Now I'm back in it. But in one of the fanfictions that I read, at the start, there was a disclaimer that was like, please do not put this on Goodreads without like the author's permission. Oh, okay, yep. So that's just an interesting take. Um, that's a good segue, actually, into the what I wanted to discuss as well, because I saw a TikTok about yeah, these, welcome. Two, <laughs> these uh, two young ladies. Um, I don't know like how many views the video got, but it had like 2K likes. They were trying to drive the point home towards BookTok, getting their hands amongst the fanfiction space and like critiquing them as BookTok books and how that is against some sort of fandom etiquette. And I was just trying to get your view on that. Like, how do you feel about fan fictions reaching a level of popularity? I think you've described this video much nicer than you did in the first take of this. <laughs> and you have given them some grace <laughs> because I came hard <laughs> in the first recording. Let me ASMR the tea. Delicious. Delicious. It's intense. <laughs> um, it's like extra strong tea. Because in the video... And I said this in our first recording, um, that they came across as arrogant. And very gatekeeping. And very gatekeeping, yeah, because it was like, ooh, ooh, when book talk come into the fan talk side of the internet, ooh, like, don't comment on things, blah, 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 blah. And then I think I didn't mention this, but I was going to say as well, some of the comments were saying as well, like, when when book talk comes in and they start complaining about the dark nature nature of the fanfics or whatever um there's trigger warnings for a reason and it's like okay that's fine and yes trigger warnings but also you can still not like something if it's dark like you can still read a trigger warning and acknowledge it and then still be not offended that's not the right word but you can still be a little bit like shocked at Mm, the content the content yeah yeah Yeah, i just feel like obviously with fandom culture like they're not meant to reach the the creator of that fandom essentially so like manacled ideally you don't want jk rowling to Mm. see it or acknowledge Mm. it or whatever Mm. um and i think that's just the integrity that they're trying to protect as well which then comes off as gatekeepy but living in a you know social media world where the internet is vast and massive and 
something can go viral without even intending on being viral. That's just something that's happening with fan fictions yeah. as well. And also just in general, the fan fictions that are becoming repurposed and into proper traditionally published books and then again into movies. This is like, what I was going to say. You can gatekeep all you want, but yeah, fan fiction has now become this really popular part of mainstream media yep. as well. Um, even if, you know, the vast majority of people probably don't know that it stemmed as fanfic. Mm. But yeah, like the love hypothesis started as fanfic. Yeah. Um, after which is now five movies and five books started as fanfic there's another one coming um with like nicholas yeah it's the, i think it's the idea of you yeah the idea of you and like anne hathaway or whatever that yeah. started as fanfic um the ultimate fanfic of all fanfics 50 shades of gray yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so it's really becoming this part of popular culture yeah um and also we shouldn't gatekeep literature <laughs> because every yeah, yeah just because it's on a digital medium platform yeah it doesn't mean that it's not a real book like we got sent an arc as a digital link yeah and some people got the real book or whatever just because we got the digital version doesn't mean it's not a real book yeah no no um and it comes across as like you can't read that like you can't sit with us yeah yeah and the only time that i've ever told someone you can't read that is when a teenager went to read um, icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, geez, yeah, And I was like, no, 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 that is not, not for your eyes. That's just for age-appropriate <laughs> yeah. reasons, not because of any dark themes or comments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just think book talk, fan talk, fan, fanfic talk, I don't know what it is, fan fiction. I, I don't know. Everyone, why can't we all just be friends? Why can't we yeah. sit around campfires and kumbaya? Let's just... Reading our smart. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, everyone wants smart and very traumatised characters. Mm. And mm. fan fiction is definitely going to give you that. Speaking of smart, this is going we're going a bit adjacent to our topic but have you seen the current bike talk slash mask talk fighting over book talk what, what is bike talk <laughs> so motorbikes okay bike riders okay and now they're like bike talk belongs with book talk girls i think it must be just for the aesthetic yeah but because now like these bikers are like yeah i want a book talk girl why <laughs> for fun for zoomies okay anyway here's if i come thing, across more i'll send it to you because like i get it all right here's my thing right now what we ha- why do we have to give a title to a specific description niche like rider talk or yeah. motorbike talk yeah like why i don't but get like it. i think they've like named themselves that, like, sure yeah. and it's like i would like to be owned by a motorbike man that's fun <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i mean yeah f no f1 is cars <laughs> Mm-hmm. For whatever the motocross GP or whatever, it's different again. Motocross, yeah. Guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it's motorbikes. Yeah, yeah like, just like motorbike lovers. Yeah, let in me general. see if I can find one for example. Well, just wait. I'm sure once Tessa Bailey gets a hold of it, she's gonna have like a, like a motorbike romance soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, bye. No, but just circling back real quick to the 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 gatekeep. Oh. Anyway, but it's like in the comments. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. So now they're coming together and there's this bike talk guy who like, oh yeah, maturing is realizing the book talk community belongs to the biker community. <laughs> Again, it has to be for the aesthetic and yeah. for the, um, when I think of motorbikes, I think of obviously danger and high risk and recklessness. And I think that's the aesthetic that the book girlies want to go for because all their fictional boyfriends yeah. encapsulate, encapsulate all of that. Danger. It's like danger, but not directly at you no <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah all right quickly circling back to the original topic i think why those ladies uh posted 
that is because also doing the rounds was the whole Etsy shoppers selling their own binding versions of Manacled as well, perhaps. Oh. Like, it could have been entwined. Because it, it happened around the same time as well. And I remember this because, yeah, there was another person and they said that, one, just learn to bind yourself yep. or buy – I don't know if Shenlin Yu has, like, an Etsy where she does it. But anyway, they said because if you buy bound books, bound fan fictions, then you're taking money away from the original author, Shenlin Yu. But then also you were saying that – but we're also taking – Money away from J.K. Rowling. Which is fine, but yeah. In the grand scheme of things, fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah, in the like grand scheme of things, but as an author, it's like, yeah, you're taking, because you've taken her creations. And then made money off of it. And then made money off it. But and I don't know if Sen Liu has made money off it. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. 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 Because but it's just, I download, like, it's free to download off yeah, Area 3. Yeah, it's just funny how that's just, yeah, yeah how that has occurred and snowballed. But yeah. yeah, I think we talked about this a bit more yeah. in the after aspect. Yeah. After episode, so. Mm. I think ultimately, fan fiction's going to, go viral and pop off and there's nothing that you can really do about it yeah but, but also but i suppose this is a good example of what you said when there was a fan fiction that's like please do not put this on goodreads mm. or whatever unless the author is doing so yeah. and yeah so that take gives the power to the author because sometimes they don't want to be perceived either yeah they just want to be within their own fandom space yes but also yes but just fine and also i like these online platforms allow people big to create art because in a way like it's a self-published book yeah yeah so without it we wouldn't have these new stories these invigorating stories ideas ideas and you know like someone writes something and then someone picks that up it's like oh you know i'm gonna i can imagine my whole entire world just with these characters and i'm Mm. gonna write about it which is an issue in and of itself as well Mm. which i think i spoke about in after yeah yeah so yeah, we use the example of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of like writing. Of fictional characters, it's fine, but of real people. Yeah, it's not great. No, no. Um, and then also, I'm kind of struggling at the moment because I'm reading a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction <laughs> where, like, obviously, that the characters that I know, we left them, apart from like the epilogue of 35 years later or whatever, like, where we left them, they were 18. And, like, sure, that's an adult, but it's like, that's a baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, so it's hard. And, like, sometimes they age them up and then I'm like, again, is that morally wrong just because you want them to be able to have, like, sexual relations? Like, you've aged them up, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think we also discussed that part in After as well. Yeah. The, the minor aspect. <laughs> yeah. But, nah, very good. That's it. All right. Thoughts, feelings, and emotions for Manacled, Kenzie? Um, you go first because I'm going to find my audio clips that I <laughs> okay. sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. All righty. I enjoyed this book, book, fan fiction. Now I'm just, oh, if we call it a book, it's a book, whatever. I enjoyed it. I'm someone who doesn't dabble in fan fiction, so I didn't really know what to expect. That's excluding art, well, after and the Akamath point of view now. Mm. I thought it was great. It's just the first, oh, dare I say, third of the book where it's very Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, there are dark themes surrounding this. It wasn't too much to stop reading because like, I can handle a lot of stuff. Mm. Like, it doesn't bother me. But it's just the hopelessness and the despair and brokenness of Hermione and, you know, growing up with Harry Potter. You know, we know the type of, like, witch Hermione is and how intelligent and strong and smart she is. So it's just hate. Mm. It's just sad to see her dim down so much. Mm. Um, and as I said, we know how authors like writing broken female characters. Well, fan fiction authors take it tenfold. <laughs> but I enjoyed the 
the the flashback scenes that tied a lot of the story with Hermione's memories together. Like the continuity of it was really good. And then I just enjoyed the epilogue and the conclusion. I thought there'd be a bit more Voldemort presence, but at the end of the day, I have to remind myself that it's just the fanfic is based around the Dramani relationship and like that is going to take the forefront and mm. their happy ever after is going to mm. take precedence. Mm. I yeah, agree with you. I it was very Handmaid's Tale and I've read Handmaid's Tale and I've watched Handmaid's Tale. And again, I can handle a lot, but that was so icky. Um, just because American society is so close to that anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that it scares me. And then, yeah, starting this book, I was like, I really do not want to have to read something like this again. Just the pure name. Like, it's just, like it's yuck. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Yeah. But I enjoyed it once we got past that. I knew that something was coming because I knew that they ended up falling in love. Mm. And I was dreading that they started falling in love through, like, a sexual assault relationship. Yeah. But they didn't. Um, Elvies. Um, and again, I really, yes, enjoyed that there wasn't a lot of Voldemort because he's such, I feel like an OP yeah, <laughs> character yeah. that, yeah, like anything goes wrong, he would be like, and at the end of the day, I, he's really, truly Harry's enemy yeah. as well. So yeah. like, And also, I feel like <laughs> in a weird way, in like these fanfics, he's just like a manic pixie dream Voldemort <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, he's just existing to like further the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to read my stream of consciousness that I sent to Claire. Also, we um, all know that I don't read blurbs. <laughs> and I took this one a step further because I was like, you know what? I'm going to mix it up. And I was like, I'm not going to read the trigger warnings either. <laughs> Please do not do this. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> you wake up. Please, for anyone listening, if you want to read this book... Um, Oh, any book with trigger warnings, please just read the trigger warnings. To be fair, the authors have to make it aware that there are trigger warnings yeah. as well. They have to be responsible yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad that they are all laid out instead of like, there's trigger warnings for this. Find it on an external source. Like, yeah, no, yeah. just put it in the book. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's easy to just slot it in the Kindle, but yeah. like, once the physical book is published, it's like, well, there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. All right, I'm going to read my stream of consciousness. Do you have the trigger warnings or do you want me to get them up? Uh, I can get them up. Okay. I'm not reading the trigger warnings. I'm going in blind. <laughs> 11 chapters in and Jesus. <laughs> Two hours later, you shouldn't have let me go in blind. Because it was entirely my fault, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Then I said, honestly, call yourself our mother. <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Then Claire responds with, like, there was other responses, but it was, I plan on smashing out a chunk this afternoon. And I said, it only goes down from here. And then goes, I guess, I've guessed a plot line. I'm on chapter 20 and flashback four. There's flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, me. Um, and Claire asked how I was faring with this. I said, I want to die, basically. <laughs> Ultimately, it just emotionally destroyed Kenzie, yeah. and I love that for her. This book is ruining me. I also started my period today, so this is just a whirlwind. Of oh, yeah, dumbness. that's <laughs> right. It's so pretty much yeah, your emotion. my period came a week early on top of all of that. So. The timing. Yeah. The emotional devastation could be 95% accounted for is the period. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, and then flashback 29 and I'm sobbing. <laughs> There's 29 flashbacks. 80% done and I can't see this ending well for anyone. And then... Oh, yeah, and then Kenzie <laughs> left a nice little voice message. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> right, 
for anyone who couldn't understand that. Um, I've cut off the first bit, but it said, I finished and I don't know how to be human anymore. This was after I had uncontrollably sobbed, <laughs> bent in half for 10 minutes. It's okay, I've recovered. I just couldn't stop crying for 10 minutes, but it's fine. <laughs> the bounce back is admirable. Um, the so, resilience. So yeah, if that um, gives you any indication of what kind of book this is. I also went as far as... Um, one of my friends has a like sad playlist. Oh, what um, did you do? No, and I was just like, I need the playlist, please. <laughs> I just need to let it all out now. Yeah, and they said, what playlist? And I said, you know the playlist. And then I got the link. Yeah. Emotional devastation at its finest. Yeah. I don't know if it's the apathy in me now or um, or what. I just don't get super emotional through our books anymore. Although CC3 may be different. Um, but yeah, so to the book, to the book. All right, uh, trigger warnings. Yes. Moving forward. So, rape slash non-con graphic depictions of violence. And then we've got, like, the characters involved. Hermione Granger and Draco Malfoy. And then it's Hermione Granger, Draco, Dolores Umbridge, Tom Riddle, Voldemort, Astoria Greengrass, Graham Montague, Severus Snape, post-war, Harry Potter dies, alternate universe, <laughs> Voldemort wins. <laughs> What's so funny? It's just like the cadence. <laughs> okay. Forced pregnancy, imprisonment, Death Eater, Draco Malfoy, minor character death, memory loss, rape, non-con elements, eventual romance, battle, rape, mystery, healer, Hermione Granger. <laughs> what? Battle rape. <laughs> battle? Yeah. yeah. Rape. <laughs> no, it's battle rape. Uh, self-harm, flashbacks. Slow burn, angst with a happy ending. Yeah, their flashback really deserves their own trigger warning because they were never ending. <laughs> Slow build, Draco Malfoy slash Hermione Granger, espionage. Espionage is the most innocent thing out of espionage. all of this. I love espionage. Yeah. I just love that word as well. Espionage. Yeah. I love espionage, yeah. All right, so I'm going to give like a quick roundup of the plot. So, yeah, post-war, alternate universe, Harry Potter died in the war. Voldemort has won. Horcruxes is still involved, so he's essentially dying. Um, the only one that's left is Nagini, or and a couple of others, but they get destroyed as well. And in an effort to distract from his withering grossness, he's like, "I'm gonna do Handmaid's Tale," and he's like, "Because we need to replenish the pure blood lines, or we need to get more Death Eaters." So he's like, "I'm gonna send out all our prisoners to pure blood households, and who have failed to produce heirs, and you are going to be." unceremoniously sexually assaulted five days a month um, when you're in your fertile window until you produce a pregnancy. And then in the flashbacks we learn that Draco Malfoy had turned sides um, and he was feeding information to the Order but he needed a keeper and that was Hermione. They fell in love. Hermione got captured at the end of the war um, and to protect Draco she put up walls in her mind so much so that she essentially forgot everything hence her memory loss. Her brain is fucked, bro. Her brain is fucked, yeah. And then Voldemort is like, well, you're the last order member of the order. You know secrets, blah, blah, blah. Then there's a few attacks so that they know that there's another order member out there. And they think that Hermione will know who it is. And it's that obviously that it's Malfoy. So mm-hmm. she's protecting that so much that she forgot, though, all about their romance, etc., etc. And during her uh, imprisonment before she was sent off to Draco, she was tortured, um, what is it, like isolation, sensory isolation? Sensory deprivation. Sensory deprivation slash isolation. So, yeah, she's incredibly fucked up. And Dolores Umbridge was took it a step too far, and although she wasn't meant to kind of she seek hid, some... She hid that Hermione was in prison. She didn't yeah. record it. Because so. she wanted to, I don't know, have the glory seek of... Seek revenge. And yeah. seek revenge as well. 
Yes. Um, but that got nipped in the bud pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, Hermione's memory is fucked and Voldemort is banking on pregnancy and all that type of stuff in order to help mm. bring and the because, memories to light. Um, so they're trying to read her mind through occlumency. Like the more you do it violently, the more it fucks your brain. Mm. Um, so memories can fade forever. Um, and then they have the theory that if she gets pregnant with a baby, then the father will be able to enter her mind um, like gently because the baby will like recognize the father the father's like magic so then it'll be like yeah. oh, okay come in and like, just in general you're part of me yeah and just in general the way that it's written that just magic in general through a pregnancy is a lot more potent and like memories would be able to be mm. restored as well mm. um so that's the thing there's mm. a lot of like weird associations with like science and magic working together as well mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. um and hermione and well all the um imprisoned women have these manacles on their wrists um which cuts off their magic um and also like makes them obedient yeah subservient yeah yeah keep sweet prey and obey (laughs) um yeah quiet um spoke only speak only when spoken to like you cannot like cause harm to yourself Mm. blah blah all these things although not for lack of trying miss money Granger throws her head against the window several times. Yep. Although, yeah, I was just going to, yeah, self-harm was a trigger warning. I was just thinking suicide wasn't a trigger warning, but it was just self-harm. Yeah, yeah. Not that, yeah, Hermione tried really hard. Yes. All right, I want to talk about my qualms. Yes. Because my main qualm was that um, there was a potion for everything. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there was a potion. <laughs> um, just everything, like blood replenishing, like dreamless sleep, um, Anti-nausea. Uh, self-lubricate. Self-lubrication spell. Yuck. Um, <laughs> That's so gross. Every time yeah. Joker had to whip that out. <laughs> and then... Her- Actually, no, that was more of a spell than a potion, but yeah. there was also There's spells, spells for, for everything. everything. Oh, yeah. So Hermione suffers, like, migraines, headaches, extreme nausea, blah, 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 because, like... Brain injury. Brain injury and stress and pregnancy. And they're like, oh, we can't give her, like, any more potions because, like, it could affect the fetus. And then there's, like, one offhand comment that was like, oh, you could try, like, muggle methods or whatever. Mm. And it's like, yeah, give the girl some paracetamol. She'll be right. Like, she'll be right, right? (laughs) My entire pregnancy is I fucking lived on paracetamol because that's all you can have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because everything else is, like, not recommended during pregnancy or, like, speak to your doctor before. As far as that's, like, a a thing that could be crossed over is, yeah, muggle medication is not seemingly safe for pregnant like muggle pregnant women let alone magic pregnant women but yeah muggle stuff was out of the question Mm -hmm. yeah potion for everything and there were some uh exposition dumps or descriptions about how things were made with certain ingredients like you take this you take that like a nasal and blah 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 like a claw of sorts and it's like i respectfully don't care because there was things like from the books and it's like that aren't like in the movies and i was like oh i recognize what that is or whatever um, ow, which was cool. Sorry, I picked a nasty scab. <laughs> was it worth it? Yeah, feel good. All right. Um, it was coming off anyway. Um, yeah, that I recognised it, and that was cool. But yeah, when like Hermione's talking about like, oh, I have to like remember how to make these potions and stuff, so she goes over it in her head. It's like so she doesn't forget. I was like, I get it, but also like, why is this an entire chapter of her just <laughs> reminiscing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because also like, I would have just given up. Yeah. <laughs> Like hope. hope or just everything. Yeah, everything. But also like you, no, can't, you, can't, you kill can't kill yourself. So, yeah. So but. you're just going to wallow and live in misery. Yeah. You just hope that you get very, very early onset muggle Alzheimer's yeah. or dementia <laughs> and just hope for the best. Yeah. Just pray. And uh, fun fact, I have not, I've never fully read the series, the Harry Potter series, bummer, only because uh, 
they were my brother's books and like when we grew up we just like never touched each other's things so i just thought harry potter was his thing oh yeah yeah which is fine they do take a drastic dark turn um, yeah from the fourth book i remember after re uh watching prisoner of azkaban like i wanted to read it and then i got to like three chapters and that was it even um where um my family is re-watching them at the moment because my son is really into harry potter love that gotta indoctrinate him early <laughs> yeah. like he'll go he'll pick up a stick and he'll go like this is a harry potter stick oh, i've got a good one yeah no but he just says like harry potter so he <laughs> yeah. goes around and goes like harry potter harry potter like and he's doing spells but it's just harry potter that's so cute it's very cute um so we're watching the first and the second and i like maybe let him but also like he's three so i'm not sure the second like, one would be a little scary a little scary Bas- basilisk the basilisk i'm gonna let, let him watch it three not sure about the other ones but also like once it takes the more political turn and revolution yeah, but, like, probably i'm not, not sure how much he takes in i think it's oh, more just like yeah. harry potter so we'll see. we'll see maybe it's like also the colorful effects of the magic mm. as well mm. just more like that sort mm. of stimuli in general yeah that's what he's affiliating yeah, with right now. Yeah, but his brain's like real clicking at the moment. So. <laughs> he's frontal lobe. It's working hard. Yeah, there's things happening. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> he is having revelations. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Like I know, although I know people growing up who like, because I went to a Catholic school, my school wasn't like, they didn't ban books or anything. They were very progressive. Like we had a, um, our principal was a member of the Alphabet Mafia. But anyway, I had friends at that school who like hadn't read Harry Potter because okay. they're like, oh, my parents won't let me read it because like, blasphemy. Yeah, it's wizard. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Oh, you have a, a talent that's Harry Potter related. I do. So every year my family goes on a holiday and we do an annual talent show and we do a different talent each year. And this year, my talent was Harry Potter. Um, and in saying that, it was that someone like can bring up the Harry Potter films, and if they like hide it from me and then like skip to any random part of the film within ten seconds, I can identify which film it is. Yeah, that's pretty intense, though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well done. Thank you. One day, oh, we'll put it in action. Yeah, I have the video of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. You have evidence. Actually, but I think James is in it, so I won't post it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Gotta protect I have him. to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get sorry yeah. for the sidetrack, but it yeah. is what it is. Also, James is not named James from Harry Potter. No. <laughs> Just so it Although, for a very long time, because I now have a daughter, I was tossing up. I was like, should I name her Lily? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It brings me back to the days where people I know <laughs> was like. <laughs> My daughter isn't named after a Pokemon, but she's named after a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, buddy, the way you were spelling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not, but yeah, yeah online he'd spell it the yeah. Pokemon way, but her name is not spelled. I know other people who have come across, like, Harry, like who are teachers or, like, early educators, and they've come across Harry Potter names, but yeah. I haven't yet. Yeah. There's some weird names out there in the child care. I'm sure we're going to get a Katniss eventually. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, I know that there's Hermione's out there. Mm. Maybe just not like Australian baby name in culture. Yeah. Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Manicled. Manicled. <laughs> so, yeah, ultimately, Hermione is set to be a surrogate for Draco's heir, etc., etc. Fun times. And she wasn't getting pregnant. She didn't get pregnant for like five months there. And which was sus. Which is sus. 
Unless she just has really poor fertility just from the, the trauma. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Which is fair enough. Which I didn't even think to consider yeah, last but, time. Yeah, I was recorded. just like, this is sussy wussy. Anyway, and then we head into the flashbacks and immediately I knew that Draco was the final member of the order or whatever because yeah. love through love all is possible. <laughs> and it's a it's a book it's a book about their relationship, so of course they're gonna of come together at happen. some point. Yeah, so um Hermione after the after school or like when the war broke out, um they needed more healers, so she was sent off across Europe um, and then to Egypt, etc., to study healing. She became, and also Severus um, taught her to become a potions mistress. So she's very adept in her skill. Um, she became a really great healer. Blah, blah, blah. Well, in Egypt, the people there uh, granted her a very powerful item called like the Heart of Isis. Not sure on the intricacies of it, intricacies, but it like draws out dark magic yeah it makes the soul pure again anyway it was intended um it was intended for harry but um voldemort starts becoming sus of like draco because during the war i feel like some things aren't happening fast enough blah blah blah. his role is being yeah compromised and he can't it gets to a point where he can't really play both sides because he's failing as the high reeve Mm. as well and so he has to be punished in a way as well yeah so he like draws all these runes into his back and stuff um dark magic runes. dark magic runes which are like uh, corrupting his very essence mm-hmm. um and then hermione uses the heart of isis on him um so that he's fine so like yeah th- he can have the dark magic he can wield the dark magic without it ultimately corrupting him yeah yeah and we learn a lot through hermione's character how her friends kind of view her and how she felt so kind of isolated from also, her role in the war. Also, always in these fanfics, like, Ron and Harry are just depicted as assholes towards her. You have to. And I get it's because it's to push the narrative of, like, she's fallen into Draco's arms or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they can they can still be nice and just have, like, assholey outbursts. They don't sure. have to inherently be assholes. Yeah, Hermione was kind of resenting Ron and Harry because... Being the healer, she is dealing with the dead on yeah. a con- very consistent basis. Yeah. But then Harry and Ron are receiving the privilege of being able to grieve the people that they've yeah, lost. So there's this motive that always comes back to like Colin Creevy dying or whatever. Um, because he was the first one like brought to Hermione to like try and heal, and she obviously couldn't save him. And then Harry was with her, and because he's like, I was there too. But Harry like was granted four days off from like war efforts to yep. grieve that first loss whereas Hermione was just brought like more like, she just had to push yeah, on more injured and more dying so yeah. she was never granted yeah the time to um grieve and then she like goes out and goes foraging for ingredients and stuff by herself because that's like the only time that she kind of gets a bit of solace a bit of solace yeah and like she has Severus to like talk to but yeah she doesn't really have friends yeah no like the the main trio trio that we know and love in the books in the og books and the Mm. movies yeah it's far gone yeah and because she um says to them she's like we like disarming spells aren't going to do anything anymore and stunning like they're shooting to kill we also need to shoot to kill or like severely maim and then they're like no like light is good like light Mm. will like we have to do light magic like blah 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 and Hermione's like well then you're gonna die yeah she became yeah. a huge advocate for the use of dark magic because, you know, the enemy is yeah, is out to kill yeah. you. And if you're just trying to imprison everybody, then, like, yeah. just for the sake of morality, yeah. like, it's not going to work. Mm. And so, yeah, constantly yeah. Hermione's advocating for that. And that's turning all her friends and everyone, not against her in the means to, like, but imprison her as well, think, but it's I just... they're scared of her. <laughs> they, they are scared of her and her morality because yeah. she might, yeah, just... Click. Because, yeah, dark magic, like, comes at a cost. 
um, which we find out later on as well. But yeah. Um, also during this, obviously Harry and Ginny are like together, but not, but like fucking. Anyway, Ginny becomes pregnant. Mm-hmm. So Hermione sends her off into hiding. Um, and then this whole like catalyst that like sends this plot forward. Um, is that like Harry is dead, the order has been captured, and then Draco is like, Well, Hermione, you gotta get out of here, like we gotta go. And she's like, Well, you have to save Ginny. Um, because she's been taken to there's a facility in Sussex where like they're creating new spells and mm-hmm. stuff, which I thought was cool. The Voldemort was a cool crew. aspect. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh like you can just create magic. Yeah. It, there's yeah. A, there's a constant stream of evolution and it's yeah. not just the same things. Yeah, not just expelliarmus. Yeah. Anyway, so she's been taken there to like be experimented on or whatever. Um, and Draco like goes and gets her out um, because yeah, Hermione's like, I'll do whatever you want if you go and get her. It was kind of a baseless sort of bargain with once Draco fulfilled it, like then it became like, a, like an actual bargain and a promise. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I'll do whatever you want if you get Ginny out. So he did, but then there was like, he had to like kill a bunch of people or whatever. And he's like, there's records that I was there. Like they're going to know, like I've been compromised, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to save you because she has a horrendous people pleasing streak. <laughs> yeah. um, Don't we all? So she builds a bomb <laughs> and goes and blows up Sussex. Goes and gets us all blown so up. I, and so I built a bomb. To yeah. School is <laughs> Vietnam. Um, so, yeah, and then that's how she gets captured. Um, yeah, she's built a couple of bombs yeah. as well because there was a mission to uh, rescue some prisoners. I think Ron mm. at Hogwarts because Hogwarts is used as the Death Eater yeah. prison. Yeah, and a lot of it is that, like, they don't believe that it was her because she's a healer or like, whatever. She's not capable of such yeah. a thing. Like, it's Harry or if it's or it's someone yeah. else. Um, like, towards the end, like, she's getting her memories back and stuff. So we find out that Draco did get Ginny out because, yeah, a body was brought in. Like, it was a redhead and disfigured, so everyone assumed that it was Ginny. Um, so Hermione thought Ginny had died, so, like, it was all for nothing. Um, but then at the end, we find out that Ginny did get out and she has had her baby. She's in a safe house. Baby's name is James. Mm. Um, yeah, so Draco fulfilled his promise, got her out, kept her safe. So then he – and then that's still, like, you said you do whatever mm. I wanted if I got her out and I got her out. Yeah. It's described as unbreakable vows without the actual – like ceremony of the unbreakable vow like i will do this and if i do this then you will do what you said you were gonna do Alrighty, and now we are joined by our favorite guest penelope <laughs> he's heavy breathing <laughs> yeah do you have anything to contribute just the heavy breathing okay thank you thank you <laughs> i concur and so throughout the development of hermione and draco's relationship for the order and attaining all sorts of information and espionage there are montages where draco is training hermione mm. in dueling because again she is she, she hasn't fought for two yeah, years she feels so set back as a healer that she yeah. really doesn't have the grunt or the grit in her to duel so they do some duel training and i liked there was a little montage of them treating dueling like dancing so like they taught each other mm. how to dance and how to waltz it was so sweet how to waltz yeah it's so cute <laughs> yeah I love, and I think I've read this before or something in something where, yeah, it's like fighting is all about dancing. And I just love the mm. comparison of like beauty versus like darkness. Like yeah. Dance, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any sort of fighting is always yeah kind of described as a dance between two people. But then eventually, of course, yeah, they fall in love. I want to talk about though, because, so, because she was um, Draco's um, handler or whatever. So Alistair Moody and Kingsley Shacklebolt, like, said, you know, do whatever you can to, like, make sure he stays on our side or whatever. Oh, that's right. So essentially, they, like, hoard her out. Yeah. But then they were shocked when 
she they develop feelings. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like, you told me to do this. Yeah, anyway, and then, like, they had sex or whatever. And then there was a moment, like, like they'd be meeting up in, like, this shack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then after the day after they had sex on the floor or whatever, like, Alistair M- Moody came or whatever. And, like, he saw, like, the blood spot or whatever. And, like, I'm so over this fucking, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. order out. And then she actually did it. And now you're mad. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted ultimate control of Draco for his loyalty because he's sitting on the fence. Like, they don't know which way he's, he'll go ultimately. But so they really wanted him to be swayed under really Hermione's control. Oh, yeah. What was funny throughout reading all these flashbacks, because there was like 30 plus flashbacks, is imagine waiting for this fanfic to update week by week and it's another flashback and then it's another flashback and then it's like 10 20 (laughs) flashbacks later there was a chapter where in the author description it was um if you have completely forgotten about the first i don't know like 20 chapters uh here's the link to go back and read a recap because obviously week by week you're forgetting what the whole point of yeah so because yeah it was like at the end it was like yeah here's a um yeah, like summary of the first 25 chapters, which is the Handmaid's Tale aspect of it. Um, and then I had read um, just comments and stuff across the platforms of media, um, like TikTok, Instagram, blah, blah, yeah. of like some people read like the flashbacks first and then did the first 20, 25 and oh, then okay. did like the last whatever it is. And they said that it was too like juxtaposing. Yeah. And it's like, well, why'd you do it that way? Oh, like- really? Oh, so they got mad at their own actions. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Understandable if you want to, I don't know, embrace the continuity of it as well. Because yeah. as I was reading, because you finished it before me, you're like, oh, there's going to be some sent- sentences that are going to be repeated. Yeah. And of course, because the, the small glimpses of memory that Hermione had uh, in the Handmaid's Tale part, you know, it obviously came up again with the full context of the the scene, the scene, the scenario, who she's talking to, blah blah blah. But yeah, I just I, I did really enjoy that. It, again, I, I just like an unraveling, and I like a memory yeah. loss situation. And then yeah, so Hermione creates a bomb and she blew up Sussex. And so moving on from the flashbacks, Hermione, we're back into like the present yeah. time. Well, of- she Hermione yeah has a massive um, seizure because of life yeah um and then all her memories come flooding back yeah um and so then there's a big plan to get her out of there oh snivelous snape has helped draco they're gonna get her out they're gonna get her to the safe house hermione because she's a fucking idiot is like i'm not going anywhere without you i've just got my memories back i love you you're coming with me he's like i can't the dark mark blah 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 she's like i'm gonna cut off your arm oh yeah and that was the whole subplot was that (laughs) draco himself was trying to remove his dark mark permanently Yeah. yeah Um, and then Lucius Malfoy is just like a sadistic piece of shit. I can't, yeah. Yeah, and he, he comes back into it. He's like torturing things and he, people. And Essentially, Voldemort hide him as High Reeve 2.0 because Draco is so astro- astronomically failing. Yeah. And so then the portrait. So Narcissa is dead as well. She was tortured to death. Um, That's also a big plot, big plot for Draco. Yeah. Um, but her portraits are obviously still in the house. And then so her portraits talk to Lucius. And then she's like, don't be a fucking cunt anymore. Um, help them. And so he uh, stages that they all got blown up um, at Malfoy Manor. And so they all managed... Well, Lucius dies, self-sacrifice. Yeah. Um, but Malfoy and Hermione managed to get out and get to the safe house and then managed to find Ginny. Yeah, and even just before that, Hermione managed to cut off Draco's arm. Dra- yep. And there was a nice little warning about the grotesqueness of that and description of that scene which mm. I mean, I'm fine which with. I liked it. I'm fine with the with the surgical aspects of yeah, the yeah the stuff. amputations yeah the amputations that's fine um and 
Hermione makes him like a prosthetic, which is cool, like different ones, and, and so he's like ever can control evolving. them. Yeah, ever evolving, which is fun. He can shoot magic just from the fingertips. Yeah, and then they have a daughter, Aurora. Don't know why it couldn't just be Aurora. <laughs> anyway, and Ginny has James. And then that's kind of where it ends. And then there's three epilogues, all spanning a handful of years. And then there's a big jump towards the end. Yeah, so first of all, we should talk about... In the ultimate move, Ginny is the one to defeat Voldemort as well. She yeah, goes yeah. and does the old Avadi Kadavi. Yes, she uses the dark magic that she... Was against? Was, yeah, against and hated Hermione for ever bringing it up. More so to avenge Harry and Ron and all her loved ones. And her entire family. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Because they were strung up pretty horrifically as well. Yeah. And paraded around. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, Malfoy and Hermione just decide to, like, stay in this safe house, like, in an undisclosed location. Um, they polyjuice themselves or like glamour themselves sometimes to go out into the muggle world they wanted aurora to go to the new zealand wizarding school um but she wanted to go to hogwarts um but she ended up going to the new zealand one because they didn't want to like expose themselves yeah then it's like years later oh and also yeah it's like years later or whatever and she got a job at gringotts Mm-hmm. which is fun um and so she goes with Ginny and james to like diagon alley and stuff um and they run into angelina who who they knew at school and then throughout the war and stuff um and angelina goes to call aurora hermione yeah and then um Ginny is like oh no like it's just like a distant one of our relatives or whatever like some something black. She just bullshitted away. Yeah, or yeah. her. I think she said black, and then someone. Alias, yeah, yeah and then someone's like, "Oh, like Regulus's daughter or whatever." Like assuming yeah. that Regulus got away, but he didn't. Yeah. And then like her and James, like it's kind of hinted at that they are going to have a little romance. Yeah, which would be awkward if you're telling people that she's a black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Malfoy's a black. Wizard incest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, Malfoy's are cousins with the blacks. And we thought the Fae were gnarly. The, the pure wizard <laughs> yeah, the pure blood, blood are just, just as crazy. Um, anyway, and so obviously, like, um, Hermione and Malfoy have kind of, like, clued Aurora into what happened, the that true happens. history, etc. Yeah. But then they've seemingly erased themselves as well because they're in hiding. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously, yeah, because everyone assumes that they died in the yeah. um, Malfoy Manor fire attack. And so they come across, like, a history book or whatever. Um, and then it, like, details everything that, like, Draco did. Yeah. Um, and there's a photo of in it of Harry, Ron, and Hermione um, at one Christmas. And we learn about, like, this in one of the flashbacks or whatever when the photo was taken. And it's quite sad. Um, and then underneath, like, it says Hermione Granger was, like, an inactive member of the Order. and She did not fight. Mm. And that's, like, when I lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also kept seeing that sentence, like, over book talk and everything. It's, like, when you're reading the book and then you get to this sentence. So I thought it was going to be, like, way earlier or yeah, something. But it was anticipating. Just, yeah, it was, like, the final sentence. Because she wasn't inactive. No. Like, she is the catalyst for everything. Yeah, like, I know. she saved Ginny. She, like, made sure that, like, the secrets didn't get out. Like Exactly. She, yeah, was She was out there healing everyone. Yeah, she was trying her best. And, yeah, she created the bombs that rescued the prisoners from Hogwarts and she yeah, saved Malfoy's ass. She was completely undervalued, underappreciated yeah. and not celebrated yeah. ultimately and, and that's I shit. And I understand like that, like she did not fight or whatever, but I don't know why she couldn't, they couldn't have had a section about like all her healing because yeah. people, like it was common knowledge that she was a very adept healer yeah. and like was doing all this great stuff for healing and the war effort. Yeah, but I think ultimately it's just her advocacy for the dark magic is probably what turned people away from her as well yeah it's like how else do you add 
to a already seemingly broken character is just to make sure, yeah, their efforts and their trials and tribulations are yeah undervalued and underappreciated and borderline erased. Mm. But yeah, so long as Hermione doesn't really find that book, I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> During the epilogues as well, it's like her memory is just absolutely fucked and like she's constantly writing notes about certain events so she can recall them again yeah. and all that stuff. So she pretty much has like onset wizard Alzheimer's. Not to yeah, an extreme well, degree. Some, she has, yeah, like most of her memories. But yeah, there'll be some things that she can't remember and she'll like write it down and then a few hours later, like she'll reread it and can't remember it. So there's yeah. some things that she remember. Yeah, yeah. it's from all. She, her, her brain, like, and Are trauma. You actually shitting on me right now. You know, there was a particular <laughs> scene that broke my heart. It was when Aurora and James were fighting over something, over a ripped page, and Aurora screamed, but then Hermione ran and grabbed a knife because she thought that they'd been found out. Yeah. And that's when she realised, like, she's never going to feel safe in this world. Yeah. Despite being presumed dead. Yeah. Like, she's always going to think someone's going to be on her tail. Yeah. And I think just in general with her being, you know, captive, or Malfoy's captive in the beginning as well, she just has no sense of safety. Yeah. Um, I liked that Dr. Stroud, Stroud. Uh, got murdered by Draco, even though Hermione was begging him not to do any, like, dark reef shit. But it's okay, that had to be done. Because, yeah, Stroud was... I thought Stroud was going to be, like, one of the good guys. Like, you know, also playing the Voldemort field. Because how could she not get suspicious that Hermione couldn't get pregnant for five mm. months? Like, surely after, like, two months, he'd be like, all right, what's going on? Yeah. But she allowed that sort of leniency. Um, but also ultimately fucked up because then she doesn't care about the well-being of these women. She just wants them to be well-mannered surrogates. And yeah. It's just so gross. She just wants to better the pure bloods. Yeah. And then the just the, this, the assault of it all mm-hmm. is just gross. And not overly descriptive. Like, it happens. It's not even entirely descriptive the first time it happens. But then it just becomes the routine part of the book. And so you know what to expect and when to expect it. Um, and so you never have to read the grape stuff yeah, too intensely I, which was good i don't want to say enjoyed but i appreciated that yeah it was just like they would have like oh he came in or whatever and then came for the next five nights like yeah. it was never yeah there wasn't five sexual assault scenes we had to read like every few chapters yeah no no she likes to chat she won't stop it, now. it's okay <laughs> ultimately renowned for its dark nature but yeah. then ultimately again through love all as possible yeah. and love See, wins. i didn't know much about the dark nature i just heard that it was like really emotional like an emotional roller coaster yeah and then we went into it and i was like oh no (laughs) this is a little bit more than we bargained for yeah it's been waking like four times a night and it's usually when they don't sleep well they're learning a new skill and this yeah this is her new skill (laughs) yeah they're like mimic what we're doing she's like we ride at dawn you will never take my freedom um, I'd like to tack on to the end of this as well that I have now since read Breathmint and Battle Scars. And if you're looking for like a more um, not fucking scary um, or, gross. Yeah, or gross or icky fanfic, a Germani fanfic, I recommend that one. And I am also reading uh, Debt of Time, which is also really good, which is a serious and Hermione time travel fanfic. Do you still have your stars? Stars that listen. Stars that listen is a segment on this podcast where we pluck a one-star review and a five-star review from Goodreads, and we start with the one-star review because we want to end on a positive note with a five-star review. And don't come for us because Manacle is on Goodreads, and that's not our fault. <laughs> All right, and we didn't search too hard for these, so these could pop up very easily, or you can come across them yourselves yeah. if you're an avid Goodreads user. Yeah. Alrighty, this one-star review, DNF. I do not understand the hype for this one. It's such a slow, boring read. I couldn't get past the first few chapters. Every time I picked it up, I ended up falling asleep while reading this. Maybe just 
just for this week, because Kenzie is looking for her stars, I will read my five-star reviews as well. We're breaking our mold. All right. The Harry Potter version of the darkest timeline. I could not stop reading. Forgot to drink, eat, and sleep. Oh my god, I was going to use that one, you bitch. <laughs> I've had this for two weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a, within the same screenshot, I'm sure it's a bigger paragraph, but this is what it says. If you're planning to pick this up, I have only one piece of advice for you. Breathe in, breathe out. Try not to cry, try not to howl with the injustice of it all in the end. And now we wait. I have arrived. Alright, Kenzie's one star review. My one star is... <clears throat> I couldn't get past chapter 58. This book was the most slowest thing I've ever read and I didn't even feel worth it didn't even feel worth it. Overhyped honestly and guess what? It wasn't even the triggers that got me. I didn't mind those. It was the fact that the book was boring. Alright. Quick qualm for the comment. Yes. And I'm sure you agree. Yeah, and this was last week's well last recordings yeah. one as well, yeah. You get to chapter fifty eight. You're nearly done, yeah. <laughs> Alright, and then this is the same as I had last time as always. Surprise. I cried. <laughs> and then I found one more. It's like, I will quite literally never recover. Yeah. And same. <laughs> I mean, you've recovered. You're reading two fanfics as well since then. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, actually, I think this one's going to hurt me, but the <laughs> yeah. other one didn't hurt me that much. Yeah, man, cool. Six million hits on Wow. 300,000 words. Wow. I remember someone asked me, because I had people over, and they're like, oh, like, what are you reading at the moment? And I said, I just said, oh, I'm just reading a book. Because um, it's hard when you say, like, a fanfic. Like, some people are like, oh, really? But I'm going to change that. Anyway, um, and I said, yeah, I'm on I'm on page 738 and 80% of the way done. And um, and they, they are like PDF pages on my Kindle, so the writing is tiny. <laughs> just think the formatting from AFO to Kindle is whack, so it probably isn't really similar. When I, no, it is because when I scroll on my phone on the PDF, it's the same amount. <laughs> All right, I believe you. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, but still, so that yeah. is a page on my Kindle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We hope yeah. you had as much fun as we did. It was honestly quite depressing. Yeah. <laughs> depressing and disappointing up until Manacle. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other two were atrocious. But anyway, check us out on the Instagram, link in the bio, Instagram and TikTok. You'll find us in all places. Next week, we'll be delving into more magic with Divine Rivals. Woohoo! Exciting. Woohoo! So, yeah, catch us next week for Divine Rivals.